Hey there and welcome to another episode of It's All Music, the music interview podcast with Carey, Henny and Quirky, your host, the H-Bomb, Owen Hennessy, co-hosts Mike Carey and me, Dave Quirk. Okay, we're really looking forward to sitting down with today's guest, but where do you start with an introduction for this fella? Right, here goes. A singer, a songwriter, a guitarist, an ad-lib baron player, a frontman, a social activist, a political commentator, an entrepreneur, a public figure slash local legend, a philanthropist, a charity helper, a social media influencer, a hemp cultivation enthusiast, a tiler and a very handy one at that. A long-term friend and bandmate to our host on Hennessy, who are widely known in East Cork and surrounding areas back in the day as one of the wildest, boldest, craziest, horniest two-piece band around, known to many as Dots and Henny. Also forming the original band August Walk, keeping original music alive, gaining great success and still playing shows and writing new original music to this day. Still working the gigging circuit in pubs at weekends with the very popular two-piece band Dots and the Dude, playing a wide range of songs from reggae to rock to American country to Irish ballads and more. A man who is passionate about keeping original Irish music alive and a man who enjoys nothing more than a good music session and a few pints. Please give it up for and welcome Mr. David Dutch Here comes Dance Tobin, here comes Dance Tobin, Dance Tobin, Dance fucking Tobin. Dance Tobin. Fucking Jesus. Yeah. Jesus Christ. The no. fucking tea has gone cold. This yeah. is you could have gone for another fag. Oh, you could have gone for two fags. The tea is right. fucking gone. I actually. Tea is cold. I'm about to flop it after that. What did I say? It was a minute long. Jesus Christ. It's actually one minute and 53 seconds. I was never introduced like that before. No, I know. Time we left to talk to him. <laughs> <laughs> but thanks for coming thanks, in, Dots. That's great, mate. <laughs> now we're going to have to wrap it up there, lads. Jesus. The intro was 59 okay. minutes. Let's go for a shave again. <laughs> Holy fuck. David, Dots, Tobin, welcome. Thank you, lads. It's thanks our for having music me. Podcast. Thanks for coming down to that. As I said, the lads picked me up and I didn't know was I getting fucking murdered or what? No, we sent cars now and everything. We sent yeah. a town car. <laughs> thanks yeah. for having me, boys. Now, where do you start? I'm just looking at the introduction there. Singer, songwriter, guitarist, public figure, social media influencer. What's a philanthropist? philanthropist. <laughs> the fuck is that? I don't know. Something, no. to, do, something to do with a motor organism. Philanthropist. <laughs> <laughs> you can take that after this then. I can't say that. Uh, you have to record a new intro. Just, talk, just pause it there. G. <laughs> Dots, let's go back to the very beginning. We like to get an, a, an idea of everyone's musical influences from an early age, growing up. Growing up in the house, what did you listen to? What were you exposed to? What um, live music did you witness? And what memories have you of it from your childhood? Oh, Jesus. Um, I suppose, look, I was always kind of into music um, from an early age. Uh, I was never really a musician, whereas like there was a kind of a click, I suppose, with all the musicians where man, where some guy would go, uh, yeah, I've got this SR40 fucking 2, G fucking 8. And I'd be saying, what the fuck is this guy on about? So sorry, I never, He's over sorry. there. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> this is a strange way to settle that. Yeah. Anyway. So no, I, I kind of started, um, there was a band in Middleton at one time and they were looking for a singer and I gave it a shot and that was kind of it. 
What, then, what were you listening to at the time? Uh, big into Oshkosh scene. They were my favourite. Oh, yeah, yeah. And Oasis. I was huge into Oasis. So you were into the Brit pop scene that time in the 90s yeah. of, of, of Oasis. I loved R.E.M. and all them. And, you know, all the, the kind of Smashing Pumpkins. Loved Smashing Pumpkins. Um, everything. I loved Cycle Fly. They were huge influence on me and you know all that kind of we talked about them last week yeah, yeah. we, we yeah. went in we like went in the deep dive yeah. you're all the three of you are cork I'm not yeah, like I, yeah. first time because you mentioned the last last episode with Jar O'Leary yeah. I had to look up Cyclefly I haven't but did shit. you go on a deep dive yeah. I went like, deep oh man fucking, yeah. the song you mentioned yeah super god and then you were, when, you in, when you introduced it it was doo, 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 yeah, yeah. Yeah. I fucking listened to it it was it fed in exactly yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. Yeah. but um, yeah. I think oh, it was good. more with, with me with Cyclefly it wasn't as much the music no it was I loved the songs but it was more the live show incredible to witness yeah. local oh, lads man. doing that oh, I saw man. them at Cork one time and Decky climbed through the through, through the roof was climbing yeah. through the roof. Yeah. It was impossible. Yeah. There was nothing the whole anta. I said, "There's something fucking wrong with him." Yeah. <laughs> how many? Uh, how influential were they to the scene here in Cork? Like, I mean, this is the third podcast. I think they got to mention on everyone. Yeah. Like, like what well, East Cork anyway? East say, Cork. Like, we were looking at. We were looking at Krang. We were looking at things on the telly. Yeah. We were looking at a group of lads from from Oprahada <laughs> who were making things happen for them. Did that influence you? Oh, definitely. Uh, like, I, I suppose you kind of thought. When you like, I remember seeing them in the meeting place. Um, I'd have been only about fifteen or sixteen with my brother, and I was kind of thinking, right, like I didn't want to be fucking these guys sitting in the pub going fucking country roads. Take, I'm fucking still doing it. Right to say Do you know what I'm saying? But I didn't want. That's not like obviously. But at the time, none of us wanted went into the yeah, music yeah. business to play that song. Yeah, yeah. No. But when I saw what they could do, I said it is possible. And uh, I remember, like, t- Tony Mora uh, gave me a gig. I would have been about 17. And then I had every Sunday in the meeting place, which I thought, that's it. There's no more I can do. I'm, I've hit the big time. When you were 17. You 17. Were 17 so I had Sunday so night, and I used to do the open mic. You were still in school? I wasn't. I left school when I was fucking three and a half. <laughs> <laughs> I was gone from school, yeah. I was was really... I left school while I was fucked out of school in the tech. Someone blew up the toilets and I got the blame for it. I was actually... Who who was it? It was the Mexicans, was it? I think enough time has passed, you can say it. The funniest part about that was I remember coming back from my holidays, right? I was fucking black. It was after being with the parents over in Spain or whatever. And uh, first day back in... Uh, David Tobin to the principal's office. That's fucking hell. What, what have I done now? I'm, I've been away for two weeks. So I went up and he said, just admit it. You'll have to blow up the toilet. <laughs> and I said, but you're not going to colour me. <laughs> I was on the sunbeds. I can't <laughs> so I Or you did blow it up and you were using well, it straight I, down to the sunbeds for an alibi. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't me. So you were falsely accused. I, well, listen, my fucking... My day was numbered under anyway. My goose was cooked like I had done everything anyway. But right, yeah, um, yeah. this was the last straw. And I remember ringing the parents and the father going, Yes! Finally, it's fucking over. Yeah. They were sick of it oh, every yeah. day. So I left school and I uh, went for an apprenticeship as a carpenter. And it, was, it wasn't cool enough. So I left it to become to work in the arcade in Trebulgan. I thought that was a better career for me. Cool. All around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Fixing the machines, and two yeah. euros. and yeah. Good career move. Still stood to me you've today. Gone full circle, like oh. you're down there last summer. So yeah, no. Um, so that was the music. So every Sunday night in the meeting place, and uh, and then I started going on before Cyclefly. 
So like they'd play the there's once a year and I was on first. Maybe there was a couple of different acts on. But what I was. Were, what were you playing like Oasis and the stuff you just mentioned? Like, no, I would have pl- would have been playing when we were young, which is one of my own originals and Blue Sky. There were two oh, of them were always in the set from day one. Do you know, and uh, look, a bit of U2 and whatever. Yeah. And uh, half an hour slots, they kind of, you know. And then I remember having a band together with um, Johnny Pole, was the guitarist, um, Chris Carey, Drum was the drummer, Eno um, Reardon, and oh Leslie God, Reardon. And, uh, they were all uh, with a band called Schlong. <laughs> of course it was. Schlong. <laughs> of course it <he> did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and we used to. Who named it? Uh, who named it? That? Uh, Gary McAuliffe, Gary, a friend of mine. He 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 was in the band. I don't know that he actually he was playing guitar, but uh, Gary called it Schlong. He liked the name. Where are you going? Across the street to uh, sling a Schlong. <laughs> so we used to have a fella, a farmer, used to drive us around in an old ESB van. He used to fucking cozen it in the day, and he'd have, we used to be all sitting co shit in the back of the van. Oh, uh, Great crack, but uh, so that was kind of uh, the start of it, and uh, and then I got into a bit of bother in Middleton with the Nardi. Ah, by Jesus, lads, now being a Gardi is a tankless job. Yeah. So I had a curfew, so I couldn't go to Middleton after nine o'clock, right? So it was time to go then. So I moved up the country, up to Navan. We brought, I had a brother up there. You, of course, couldn't do any gigs. There was no gigs going at four o'clock in the day, obviously. You were under pressure to get him, like. Yeah. Uh, so I um, went up the country, up to my brother, and I suppose I was lucky in a sense my brother was a man- managing bands and promoting. So he used to be putting on bands, and I'd go on before them. Like, I mean, a fucking hot as flowers and all them. And cool, yeah. at, at 18 or 19, do you know? No, I wouldn't have been fucking lashing it out I would have been on first and playing a couple of songs nervous and on your own? on my own yeah Yeah. just you know and uh Jesus some apprenticeship doesn't it fairness you couldn't have got any better like you know really <laughs> yeah. and the tops of the tones competitions tops of the tones they were they were early they were about in, 15, uh, 16 the country? no Middleton. Middleton had their own tops of the tones singing competitions and if you could play guitar as well you were on a, you were, were on a winner and I remember yeah. reaching the final one time and I couldn't stand the lads left lift me up onto the chair I was a delight from day one. <laughs> <laughs> Very easy to play with, as Mr. Hennessy will tell you over here yeah. on the panel. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. So those, those were the wild days. But I remember I, I, I was kind Hang of... Hang on a second. Tops of the Towns was the wild days. Tops Not of the, the ten years I gave on the road with you, because that seemed pretty wild as well. Like. <laughs> Tops of the Towns was the start of it. But as you said, it was the, the music was one part, but it was the the crack that you had along the way. Oh, brilliant! Yeah. We had good crack on the road. We, we could tell you a couple of stories. Like we won't get into too yeah. too many <laughs> details. But fucking, we had yeah. ten ten good years of it. Oh, like, geez, we did. Yeah. And playing at all sorts of places. We like, drank everywhere. Kind of similar to the. Places Mike, you you did. Should probably play to some of the same ones. I we would have. Ah, yeah. was just fucking on my own, like so. Isn't it funny though that you always ventured Mike down? You used to venture down west a lot, and it was a place we didn't. No, we, we weren't fond of travelling. Like we used to be far. fucking full of drink. I, I, you were a bit more urban than we yeah. were rural. Yeah. I think yeah. that was a fair assumption, is it? Yeah, it's like we. Yeah, but if you're calling us scumbags, like yeah. this, no. We <laughs> <laughs> play that back we there to see exactly who the fuck I call a scumbag. <laughs> Get away from some pair of scumbags. 
You could fill in the blanks yourself. I think the problem with us um, was we didn't like travelling. Yeah, we hated it because really? of us okay. wanted to drive. Well, we had to get a fucking okay. fella to drive us. Yeah, well, there you go, because yeah. like West, like you're going... Oh, we did it, Don Manway. We did Don Manway. We did the arches. We used to, yeah. you know, I, I, I spoke on this podcast already about driving back from Kekel. Why Kekel, we went down yeah. to Kekel Jesus to do Christ. a gig? Well, walked in the door and somebody was out pissing all over his pants. That was, just, that was the first thing. <laughs> out the gap. We might leave this place. <laughs> yeah, that'd be normal. Yeah. Somebody was trying to give me a credit kick when I was bringing in the speaker. And the other fellow pissed all over his pants and tried to shake my hand. Yeah. That was my experience. <laughs> Kekel. Fucking <laughs> hell. The Wild Atlantic Way. Very posh things. That's not on the tourist trail, that place, obviously. No, no. I just thought the West Cock gigs were just a bit wilder, and you kind of, it's hard to go back east after. Yeah. yeah. They were just a bit, you know. You'd never see someone as drunk as you see in West Cock. No, and still allowed to go up to the bar. Yeah, and, yeah, get and, drink. and people around them acting like there's nothing wrong with like yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. No rules, really. Not really. No. No. You know? But, yeah, uh, but we were, what we were doing was something very similar to what yourself and George Leary were doing yeah, in the early days. Like. Sure, exactly. Yeah. Isn't there something? There's something very handy about the two piece. Like as I said, I, I say it it's, often. It's a nice amount of people you can make if you bob. There's not too many conflicts yeah. usually. Yeah. It's easy enough to get out one person. It is. Yeah, it is and less. then it's just it's just always handier. There's a lot less hardware involved usually. It's hard on your own gigging on your own. It's, it's so boring. Yeah. And you're in your head when you have a shit gig. That's my was my biggest yeah. problem. It's yeah. like yeah. why aren't they fucking? They're not even listening. Like, yeah, who yeah. do you talk to? Who Checking do you... the gear. Is and I just get fucking tormented drunk then because I didn't want to be fucking there. Yeah, so you drink away. Yeah. Just yeah. lashing to it. Did you do a lot of solo stuff? Did a lot or of did it. you try and avoid it? Like, when I when I came back down from Nav and then I had, I had a bit of a beamy bonnet that I was able to do it. And I remember starting off yeah. playing at like Colbert's and fucking Bat Murphy's and these yeah. places and at Middleton. And uh, great. And then when I went to Australia... I got a gig in the Cock and Bull in, Sid- in Bondi. Yeah. So that was like, there must be something, right? Because I had no confidence as such. I wasn't this guy that I thought it was, you, you know. You get a gig in the Cock and Bull too handy, no, unless you're, you want to no, be handy. It's like, a big money gig. Yeah. yeah. Well, I suppose I was drinking there enough that they probably just gave me the gig because yeah. this fella's in here every day of the week. Jesus. How'd you get the gig? I tell what? you, there's a lad, you know him, uh, Cahill McCabe. Remember Cahill McCabe? He's got a bar on Cork. Ash Burton and Gardner's oh, Hill Cahill, yeah. yeah. Cahill, uh, I was living with Cahill and uh, Cahill bought me a guitar. So I had nothing over there. I was fucking with working on that and I was drinking and the crack was too good. I was I'm too sure busy to go to work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's no crack in work, though. Like. Yeah, yeah. So Cahill bought me a guitar and I would be down there and I played one day and he managed to jump in there Ideal. on Sunday. So I used to do that on a Sunday and... Uh, when I came back then, I went to London and I started gigging, doing a few gigs over there. And uh, that's when the original stuff kind of started. And uh, I'd I done an open mic one night and uh, Howard Jones was there. He's some 80s fucking... You'd know the song. So he had his own studio, right? And he asked me to come down to the studio and we did um, three songs. And they did one for the road which was probably kind of my the best one I wrote, wrote, supposedly, but he had no interest in it. So he was interested in Lonely Boy, one of the other songs, and uh, we did a video on the whole lot. And then I came back to Ireland, and I started playing with Hennessy, kind of nearly straight away. Met up with Hennessy in the pub one night, I don't know how it happened. We were, we were gigging the following day. What were you doing? You were with the hard yeah, yeah, drinking, yeah. drinking in the pub. <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you now exactly because I remember it was. It was March 2000 and 
11. Yeah. I would say I was yeah. just back. I've been on back from England myself. And I was in the hard cases with Seamus yeah. Harrington. And we had a gig every... We had a gig... The gig the year previous in Banners, uh, and it was uh, Gold Cup Friday. Just Paddy's weekend on the Friday, the Gold Cup at Cheltenham. Great gig, yeah. Seamus had gone to, back to, gone to England at that stage, and I still wanted to do the gig. And me and Dots had, I don't know, drank multiple points the night before and kind of decided then, well, should we go and give that gig a lash? That was it. And we did that gig that Friday every year for six years after that. Yeah, Jesus. So what was the setup? You played guitar and you're singing guitar. Guitar. I was on guitar yeah. mandolin. Yeah. Um, and David was on vocals, guitar, yeah. bar on. Jesus. And, and points. And, and points. Yeah. And like a lot of the gigs, we did about three months of only Middleton before we did anything you know <coughs> really yeah our first gig outside of Middleton was in Cove then I remember that took a lot of courage that we branched out to Cove yeah really we were getting enough at the time to get no, just going. At, at you were probably t- making a few bobs like, and were you know, just we were, going yeah. weekend to weekend or there was four nights maybe we were playing was there gigs going into the diary a month in advance two months in advance yeah you see because they were all talking about us like because but your name we were kind of un- the- unassuming fellas that wouldn't, you know, we weren't kind of like, we were saying it to people, oh, the boys are playing down there, and gang were going, do they even fucking play music? Like, yeah. And we'd go into a place then, and we'd a mighty crack, because at the time, as I said to Mike last night, they weren't a whole pile of bands around. No. no. They was yeah, them and us, really. They, yeah, yeah. You know, and... There was nothing I think that. the people wanted a bit of crack. That's what they were after. Of course. And that's know. what you brought. Like, uh, what we in. used to sit there, we, we, as I said, sometimes we'd only do a half an hour. We'd be sitting down having the fucking crack drinking pints and we'd be missing for, for half the time. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. we used to have the music on. <laughs> we'd put a little bit of madness. Yeah. We'd dance around the place, the whole place would go mad and we'd be sitting there drinking pints going. Did you get on really well, the two of you? Like oh, we did, yeah. Yeah, always, yeah. Oh, we always, but we had the same kind of, thing, same mind frame, you know. Yeah. We, yeah. We, we wanted to, Go and make a few quid, and then we want to get back home and go for a few beers. Yeah, we were going into you places know? that weren't necessarily music venues that you call music venues. We were going into like Secession Bar and town, and we were going into. Your name yeah. is still up on this, up on the. On the Monday the, Madness, we used to do yeah. the blackboard outside. I still see that Still there. The lights. Yeah. Yeah. We used to do every bank holiday Monday at four o'clock. Jesus, yeah, that was wild. They, they, they were the one. No, they were wild gigs. Yeah, yeah. In yeah. The session, and we it? and we used to do the meeting place. Was it every? Thursday or something, something. we did the meet wherever yeah. and Banners then was our home like yeah. so yeah. we used to leave the gear upstairs yeah yeah. so we were in all the clothes and jocks and thrown upstairs and the whole we used to way. meet there before <laughs> that's where I really kind of met you properly that was the home yeah. base so. that was the home yeah. base yeah. Yeah. it's gone now unfortunately you, yeah. you had Josh and well as I tell some people when they talk about that pub we'd come back from whatever gig this was later on like we'd be on our way back from whatever gig and we'd ring Josh, who'd be cleaning up the bar. Mm. I won't say what time it is, but you can use your imagination, Mick. Five o'clock in the morning. And that would be <laughs> when our night out would start. I can imagine that. <laughs> we'd, get on, we'd, we'd, we'd get in there on our way back. From and we'd go in there and we'd start our night out. Yeah. Drinking. Fucking hell. And he'd only be delighted to see Everybody's him. Everybody's be delighted to yeah. crack. And Guitar could be thrown around the pub. And and yeah. Those were the days. So going back to you, like what, like what were you doing when you did that gig and that kind of 
that first gig happened, what stuff were you doing? Like, we. Well, I mean, I would have had a set, right? A set list for years. And I still have the set list. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's the no, blue I, book, I, the black book, and the green book, yeah. the book. And if you see Dot playing locally, you know, yeah. those books are still in They're the still bag. They're still there. Yeah. But, like, you know, look, and then you try and whatever. But, like, you know what works and what doesn't. The pub stuff isn't the same as the original scene. You're, the pub thing started off nice and easy. Go for an hour, take it handy. Yeah. Come back in the second half and give it for Were you doing the Irish stuff? Were you doing Irish? The, was, that was the black book, if you see the black book. The black book, book. Oh, yeah, yeah. The black book was Irish. Did you see the song. black book? I have, because I didn't know what was going So, on. what were the three categories? So, what are the fucking three? Irish reggae and yeah. a bit of rock, rock or not rock, but yeah. say kind of middle of the road. Some country. Yeah, and yeah. Middle of the road American stuff. country. It's funny yeah. you should mention the last thing you said you did a lot of Damien Dempsey. We kind of. At the start, yeah. yeah. At the start, I think he's more influential than people let on in Ireland because he, he is, yeah. And you know what? Yeah, I was listening to your old viral sensation hit, Seamus just wants to be famous. That was brilliant. And there's a line in it. And it's definitely a nod to Damien Dempsey. There's more than a nod to Damien Dempsey in that song. A complete lyric in uh, there. Is it, um, he'll keep his eye on the goal? Is it that? Keep my eye. That but, lyric yeah. is lifted from. It is lifted, yeah. Yeah, patience. but it's, it's, it's patience. patience yeah. Yeah. But the crack, it wasn't yeah. about that, it was the crack. Yeah. I, re- I remember seeing the, the video. Bang the video, yeah. and I remember going, that's patience. Yeah. From them. That was a yeah. huge Damon Dempsey fan. We, we started playing that song, we said when George started off too, I think. Started Brilliant. doing patience. Yeah. yeah. But that was, that was, yeah. I loved that. I yeah. thought the video opened the boat. Oh, I did it, yeah, there was a few uh, different f- videos going around, like. Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. But sure they weren't videos either, it was just some fucking prick. They were the Someone first, the first phone. video phones, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 fucking did the job. I was surprised, phone. actually, I watched it during the week, I just says, look, I haven't. Watched it ten years. I'm gonna. Famous. I kind of can't. Fi- I can't figure out why I do- I I can't play that song anymore. Well, because you can't. I've been. It's been roared at me so many times. Yeah. I just. It, it's. I just fucking frightened nearly. Yeah. I yeah. can't do a gig now without having that just roared at can me. Can you like, listen you know? to it? No. I never. I never listen to it. No. Do you know, well, that's a shame because yeah. Yeah, I never listen to it, and I wouldn't see a humour in it. It's the truth. Yeah. You don't see a funniness to it. I can't really. Like. What what brought you to write it? Like what? Ah, there was the advent of all those talent shows. Remember those? Yeah. That, that's written since two thousand five. That is uh, four I remember, or five. I remember your first get brought yeah, That's uh, years ago. A long time ago. Yeah. And it was some fella recorded it then in uh, two thousand and nine well, in Australia. Australia. Yeah, I was in Australia. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah. Some fella recorded it. We used to get paid in points, and we'd we'd play songs. And Crack, just, yeah. I used to play that song because I used to fucking love it. Oh, the video that's on YouTube. Because yeah. that was in Brisbane. Oh, for ah, that was brilliant. Yeah. yeah. I enjoyed that. Moment. It's yeah. a shame that you can't listen because, I mean, I, it cracked a smile. It's very nostalgic for me listening to it. But you moment. might. You yeah. might go back to it. Like, the, st- the stuff I wrote years ago that I couldn't... I oh, I, but now, as I get older... I think novelty songs are different. Yeah. Okay. I think they're harder to create the atmosphere where they're going to be... They're going to work. Yeah, you've no wonder. point playing them to a crowd of thirty or two notes because no. it's, it's very fuck. There's a lot of shouting, a lot of swearing. It's yeah. just you're a bit out there. I don't think the melody is good enough to carry the fucking thing. Yeah. To be honest, you know? <laughs> I wonder if Pat Short still enjoy listening to the Jumbo Breakfast. I'd say a similar feeling to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It'd be interesting yeah. to ask him. Yeah. like uh, yeah. Pat. Also, another one from the past I'm going to bring up is Davy Cork, our own producer and founder of the It's All Music podcast. Oh no, was was in a Cork 
G-Song Hurling oh, Song oh, Right, here we go You yeah, have to roll that one there, Rosine <laughs> They yeah, were called here Break the mould Break the mould Talk away there, let's take a little You know this one All the way at the most genuine cop band yeah. you can get from the castle From Ross Cray From fucking Leash <laughs> yeah. I had to vote I have to vote in Leash before I moved to Cork <laughs> That's right Yeah, yeah I, I did have filmed above And you were there was um. Here, this will blow your mind. Ryan Phoenix was in that band. Oh, Ryan Phoenix. Ryan Joe Collins. Who was your man? Joe from from Yale. Ryan Joe and yourself. Uh, oh, oh Tony Diz. Tony, Tony Diz. Yeah. Was your Ryan and Joe from Cork? There was a name. Not really. Like Joe could be touch a cold for Monday. Joe would be Tello yeah, bar- The border is the bar. before the bridge Belly Anthony is the name of the place Belly Anthony yeah <laughs> yeah. There's, a, there's a video of us <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No one listening is Belly Anthony That's no, the gang in Belly Anthony We all nodded like we know what you're talking about And the crowd goes mild <laughs> <laughs> Big shout out to all the people in Belly Anthony but we, were, we would have probably done a gig there back in the day. That's the thing. We probably <laughs> done gigs in fucking more secluded places. Yeah. Do you remember the gig in Kilbrin? It's the kind of place Kilbrin. where your ears pop driving from. Yeah. Yeah. Kilbrin. That's Kilbrin. why it's familiar. Did you do it? Kilbrin doesn't have a pub. So. It has a parish community centre with a bar in it. Was that of. something to do with a priest? There was a priest there. <laughs> I remember You that. sent me down there, I'm sure. I'd say, I did. did you enjoy it? I didn't. <laughs> it was a priest party. I didn't like it at all. It, it was, was awful. A priest, like, no, I was going to say a priest retirement to a priest retirement. It was so weird. I it was so... Per, you, you were talking about this area being parochial. Like, down there it was... It was weird. It was like the average Dude. age was about 80. Yeah. Is it yourself, Ted? <laughs> we were in there like, I'm going to have a blast of Damien Dempsey. <laughs> when we arrived in the fucking door, I see a member of the collar. Jesus Christ. What are we, what are we fucking playing for here? Break the mould anyway. Um, <coughs> yeah. What was the year? Oh, well, I moved to Cork in 2011. And after about a year, I'd say, I was getting itchy feet. I did the odd gig on my own. And I just didn't like it. I said, oh, fuck it. I'm going to get into a band. Yeah. Playing bass, mm. I'm a bass player by trade, really. Joe like. was the bass player, though, yeah. so I put my name, but I put in guitar player, singer, bass player. Well, bass player, guitar player, whatever. Into but what? Into yeah. Into a, an ad on online, some fucking muso list. Thing. Oh, right, okay. Yeah. Do you remember that website? It's probably yeah. still going. I don't know, but you yeah. could advertise your your ability. Either, lo- either you were looking for, or you were a, ba- a bass player, drummer, whatever, singer. Anyway, I got a phone call from this fella. And Tony Days. Tony Days. And he says, oh, you play guitar, Dean. Where are you? And he wanted to know the story. And I said, I've been to whatever. I just want to play a bit of music at the weekends and be in a band, really. And uh, he invited me over to Yall. And I met him. And we went through the songs. And we did Celtic Symphony. We went through a few songs. And he said, try this one and see how you get on. And I had been playing that since I was 15 on the bass. Yeah. So locking in with it with J.P. Kelly from Tipperary. Yeah, from Green one, Diesel. One, Green Jesus. Diesel, one of the tidiest drummers, trad rock drummers out there. And I just fucking played it on the guitar. And they had, he had a friend of his there, and the two of them looked at each other and went... Yeah, yeah. just in. So He's in. The next, the following weekend, went over and met him, and this hairy fellow walked in, Joe Collins. Joe. This is the bass player. He's still as hairy as ever. Yeah. yeah. Boot and cut jeans. We were going through a couple of dates for gigs and whatever. We were getting out the diaries. And I remember 
Joe saying, I can't do that one. I'm playing with the leads. And I didn't know who, who are these leads. It Just fell over here. No, it was, no, that was other, the Burka. The Burka, Johnny Burka. Yeah. So I, sus, I was sussing out Joe and he was telling me, he's, no, it's an original thing. And he says, and, you're, and Tony was like, well, Joe, now there's more, like there will be no money in that gig and there'll be money for this. And Joe's like, I don't care. I'm doing, I'm doing that one with the leads. And I was yeah. like, me and Joe are going to get on. So that was yeah, when yeah. I, I was kind of... Yeah. He was on electric picnic and stuff like that with them at that yeah, time. They were like, doing. We kind of clicked straight away, and then we were flying it. Now we were so well. Now I wouldn't say rehearsed, but what 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 his his um, Tony's friend Liam used to do was come into the pub with a camera on his shoulder, the size of the fucking speaker over there. Like it was a, yeah. it was something out of RT, like. Yeah. <laughs> and he'd come in. He'd move pints. He'd move tables. People have to go away, and he'd film the whole gig. Really? And the two boys would go home that night and watch it and they'd look for mistakes and oh, they'd be on to us then after and we'd be like, fuck's sake. Oh, Whatever, Sam. Yeah, but you see, yeah. I but know. it was it was kind of like, fuck it, you didn't want to be pulled out the next weekend and said, look, you need to play better on this one. Yeah, but the pub yeah. pub circuit's a different animal. It's a different thing. I wouldn't like, mind if they were on the opera host there and all, yeah. but in but the we, pub scene, pubs, go to any pub then. I think that you and me did well out of that too that we didn't rehearse. But we talk, we you know, but the rawness and and you know, every time we played a song was different. But the other side, yeah. we thought we thought we were flying it, and then when you would listen to it, you kind of go, "Just that's all shit." But sometimes you can be too. You can, and, yeah, and it know, eventually uh, took yeah. its toll. But like, what happened was we got very kind of tight, and then I don't. know, He wrote that song, that what was it called? Rebels. The, Rebels of Boo. Rebels of Boo are fucking... What was that? Yeah. Well, anyway, we went into... Rebels are we. Was that it? Wild and we are free. Rebels, we are wild and we are free. Yeah. We went into y'all, into Clay Castle, and recorded it. And it ended up, we ended up on fucking... We nearly ended up on up for the match. Yeah. (laughs) It was down to the last two or three, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Woody Cock, they lost, I think. Who got it? Natural gas. The bastards. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. was it? No, I'd say that was around the same time, though. I'll give you one that's... Do you know that Langer song, the famous Langer song? Do well. You know the line, Good Man George? Yeah. yeah. Who sang Good Man George? Mo. Correct. Go away. Mo O'Connor, yeah. He taught me that. He was on it one night. Yeah. yeah. As, uh, as Mo said, he, they had the number one slot. At the time, he's the only man in Ireland said he was on top of Britney Spears and Beyonce at the same time. Langer. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, that's, go on, talk about the formation of the original band, August Walk, and uh, how that broke, and how you would maybe advise young original bands who are out there, because we all know it's a tough stog, it's a tough industry. Well, it's tougher now than it ever was. Just, I mean, there's no, there's no help with anything. I mean, uh, unless you're young and you want to fucking get out of Ireland. <laughs> Basically, yeah, yeah. Do you know it's, it's it's a fact. Like I mean, anyone that's doing well here, you have the likes of the boys in Dublin, the Coronas. That they're all related to people who have done well already. You know, and they're as big as they're as big as they're going to be in this country. You reckon? Uh, well, I mean, look, don't for a second think I'm knocking any of them. Fair play to all of them, but I'm just saying that there's a click in Ireland. That, unless you're in, if you're not in that click in Dublin, then you don't get and. Is it even worth it? What they're get, what they're probably doing, what they're making. Like, you're on about these bands, like uh, picture this and all. How long will they last? Yeah, you know, there's yeah. a year or two. We we played an independence one time with a 
Wild Youth. Riptide. Riptide movement. They're gone, are they? They've broken up, yeah. Do you know, like. Yeah. They were brilliant. They were fucking. They were great. I remember getting a CD. I remember Hennessy inside in the fucking army tank with one of them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was after drinking too much coffee. I was looking for Hennessy. He was in an army tank with one of the rip table. We were invited to play a festival in Sligo, and I don't know. You've probably seen this guy on the telly. His name is it's Paddy McGowan. Is his name? He he owns a, a camp, a glamping centre in Inishcrown in Sligo. He's a he's a kind of an eccentric, eccentric millionaire kind of guy. He floated a seven four seven down to Shannon. Do you remember that? He floated <laughs> it on a barge. No. He has this kind of playground of wild things, like the plane is there, and oh, he has a yeah, collection yeah. of old tanks. And the green room at this festival for all the, the bands that were playing. I think this was 2015, 2016, when we were really making a push for the festival circuit. Our kind of backstage area was a, a hangar full of tanks and old war tanks. So I drank a lot of coffee and I was climbing into all the tanks and getting to meet people. Sorry, yeah, coffee. <laughs> Whiskey. And we we did then we went and we did we did we did a few gigs with them. But uh, we did, yeah. I heard something there recently, someone talking about a band that I was following, a two piece band they're called Hudson Taylor. They're kind they're kind I heard it on Blind Boy, they do a lot of um really good original songs, catchy folk good, tunes. Yeah. Great harmony. Are they gone? They're gone They've as just well. said that it's just too fucking hard. No, it's pointless. Like, it's it's know? a hobby. It, like for anyone, like there's no original artist, in my opinion, making money in this country. You see, you look at the Do festival you know? bills. Yeah. If the next festival they start coming, they start coming out now uh, for the summer ahead. You'll see a list, and the Irish bands and the Irish acts will start to appear about halfway down in small writing. Those bands aren't getting paid. They might be getting 50 or 100 quid, but they're not getting paid anything to be there. No. Once you get bigger than that in this country and the festivals here have to pay you, you notice doors are the acts in England doing the festivals over there. Yeah. Because if you look at the lineup for festivals now, and I know it's, I know there's money involved and all that, but when was the last time you saw a good lineup for the fest? Like good headliners in this country. Like and it's only going to get worse. Good Irish headliners mm. do not exist in this country. Like you know, now you take bands that are doing well. There are Irish bands doing well. Fontaines DC are killing it. Not in Ireland, though. No, off to America. Yeah. What about the old bands like the Stunning? Yeah, you well, know, like we're, we're they're still playing. Kind of they're still with, playing. With yeah. Bill X One, you see. Yeah. Yeah, the, the stunning reunion, the, the Frank and Walters, bands like that who've who who've been out slogging for years, as 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 hard enough as this, it, it's still a slog. Like, but you, you know? even look at the Franks there. Like, I mean, they, they brought out a new album. Was it last year or the year before? And the radio stations are still playing. After all, they won't play their new, the stuff. new stuff. They won't yeah. even listen to it. They yeah. won't even attempt to listen to it. Yeah, because it's not you know. They're not making it. The radio stations, it's all a click. Like I mean, it's all down to money through, through algorithms. You know. Yeah. Wild Youth seems seems to be the band that on the up at the moment, and they're really pushing it. And and they have a good they have a good mix, though, haven't they? They they can they can play for the young, yeah. you know, the older crowd. Yeah. But it's another thing. How long can it keep going for? As but, you said, there about the festivals. Once you get to a good level in Ireland that you're getting paid, and you have to start in England, yeah. and then you start from the bottom again. And yeah. then by the time you finish that, you're back down to the bottom of Ireland again. Did August Walk ever get <coughs> across the sea? Or did you go? Um, we didn't, but that was out of choice. 
that was our choice. We wanted we 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 were uh, practicing what we taught. Someone told us at the time, Andy Dunn actually in Cork called it what was cottage in industry, where you build a name and gather a following in the town you're from first. Then, if there's an atmosphere and a product that built from that, you go regional with it and you try to sell the same show to the next town and the next town and the next yeah. town. That was the plan with August Walk. That okay. we then the idea then uh, there was two years when it was festivals was the goal festival festival after festival because we learned early on that the guys at the pub gigs great supporters of us great things but not necessarily the types who support original music original music fans who will buy a ticket and go to a gig seem to be a different creature you know yeah 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 seems to be a different thing uh, people are just li- a lot of people, like even the youngsters, they're still stuck in in the, the rebel stuff. And, you know, I mean, you know, yeah. like I see people will come to me. Jesus, I think August Walk are great. I love some of the songs there, but I prefer when you play Spencer Hill. I don't know. Is he trying to compliment yeah, me? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But what do you say? So that, but you that know, guy will sure, never. Yeah. That guy will never buy a ticket. Never buy a ticket album. or an album or anything. Like, I mean, he's no addition to anyone really. No, no. I'd love to just tell him to fuck off. Yeah, you know, yeah. which I do. Yeah. <laughs> but like, but sure, we're kind of bombarded with um, stimulants, stimulants, aren't we? Like, so like, it's very hard to like. But I'm I, going I to Cork. Fight. I'm buying an album today. Yeah. yeah. While I'm getting the train, I can listen to fucking. Yeah. Like yeah. 25 band snippets videos You don't even have to go to Cork to buy the album like, You download yeah, the album in your gaff And you're listening to the fucking yeah, music but, but just saying that, that day is kind of gone that, that day of going to HMT It was an occasion wasn't it oh, Picking was out brilliant. five for yeah. Yeah. Reading the lyrics Who's playing yeah. guitar Who's produced it yeah. Who's playing one, And listening to that album Maybe yeah. ten times that day And getting I into remember, it going. Yeah. I remember getting a taxi Into fucking Ross Grey To go in and Especially To buy couple of CDs not knowing what I was going to buy yeah. but going in and getting the taxi back and fucking flicking through and pulling out the, li- the sleeves I know yeah. like, I was still doing it last year yeah. you know, deals deals was having for two ninety nine. <laughs> that's right? one thing I was going to yeah. say um, Dot yes. drove for I'd say a lot of the gigs that we did or else I drove his car I was and after all for a good bit of it 10 years that we played I think definitely maybe was in the CD player of say it Leon for maybe 6 or 7 of them it was Baby, just... <laughs> I don't really want to know. He's still a CD man. Still a CD man. I love yeah. the CDs. I actually complained to the woman in deals. I said, listen, you need to get some new CDs. Uh, well, you want to be going somewhere else. Yeah, that's what she looked at me as uh, yeah. can you leave the shop? Just go, like going to Tesco for a good joke. <laughs> <Fuck off. laughs> yeah, I'm not happy with Robbie Williams' CDs. There's four of them there. Have you got anything else? Yeah. Are they in a bin? Are you serious? They sell CDs in there? Well, I think I, I think about the last two. Over the last two. It's over now. There's a reason. Oh, where's my Finley Quay CD? <laughs> yeah, I had one of them. I had my Finley Quay. Ah, I love getting sweet out every day. The best of M people. Dri- yeah, driving up and down the town with the window down, elbow out. It's, it's never coming back. Like nah, never coming. Someone was telling me, you're talking about the meeting, close um, stairs, Ben's like big bunch of sticks and you know the pale and you know even big generator wow, and, and uh, J90 and them like I mean they're still J90 are still flat out in Cork still I mean, build crowd for the covers thing but the ideas of original bands being supported by it's over I think it's in trouble yeah it's the corner yeah but it's not fair like people every day I'd, I'd meet people and they'd say to me when's the next uh, album coming out and I'd love to right. go to them give me the fucking money to make it yeah. Do you know, yeah. I, I don't, I, like, it's going to cost me 10 grand 
where do you think I'm going to get that? You know, yeah. and I'm not going to get one penny back. There's no money comes back, you know. So, where do you go? Where it's an exhausting profession when you're doing it like that, isn't well, it? Well, the answer so, is to... The goal is always out of reach, isn't it? Like, yeah, just, it's always... The answer yeah. is to record at home. That's definitely the answer. Do your own recording. But then, for, you know, it's hard to get it to the level of studio. I find, you know, it's diff- it's a difficult process. Like, but... Like, if Dave there, Dave, Dave's recorded some stuff that's brilliant. Super, you know, yeah. It's really good level yeah. of... But there's still, there's still demos and, you, like, I'd love to into a studio and do what I've done again yeah. with a producer and see Well a producer with a hands on producer will take your songs and get the very, very best out of them. Yeah. You yeah. know? Yeah. And that is because self criticism and self diagnosis of your own stuff is typically always wrong. Yeah. Like what you what you think is good or what your ideas on your own stuff you need a, a second set of ears there to listen and kind of quality control it. And, mm, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Aren't we fortunate in a way that we have pubs? I know some nights when you're going gigging in pubs, it's fucking soul destroying. But like, isn't it a great accessible way to play music? Yeah. You oh, can yeah. do it overnight. Like, if you're, what you're talking about, it's fucking exhausting. It is exhausting. Yeah. No, it's tankless. Yeah, like at least you can get into a bar, you can get a set of a set of speakers, and yeah. you can build and shit you can out, entertain a crowd, and you're you're in a music business, yeah, of sorts. You're in yeah. an industry. There's no formal training for it. But it's, it's weird. Not, there's it's not many countries you can do that. No, Have you ever no. heard the live music, the pub music scene in England? I don't know dreadful. much about that. It like. is fucking dreadful. Yeah. And you'd wonder why, yeah. you know? Yeah, because they've got talented bands. They've got it's yeah. just the, the states. You play in churches and you play in coffee houses. And like. the industry for church musicians is huge. It's huge. Fender yeah. are building equipment specifically yeah, for yeah. Yeah. what do you call service bands? Like. Right, yeah. yeah, and these guys are on big bucks. Yeah. But I, I would advise any young lad now to go to America. Like even if you're going to do do the pub scene here, like I was over there in March. Like, I went in and played, played one gig on uh, Paddy's Day. The Jesus fit. Christ, I might have thought it was fucking... Shame you know, going. Cliff Richard. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was bloody fiddly queer. <laughs> you could have fucking aimed a bit higher there, that's it. <laughs> but if you go to America with your Irishness... Yeah, if you do the Irish talking. pubs in yeah. America. Yeah. But Different. I couldn't believe it, honestly, you know, when I... Now, I met a fella over there, Donica. Uh, he's from up the country. He's got... He he lives in this building, right? And he's the so he ru- he he runs the building. He's the super super. There we go. So he's got the basement downstairs, and he's got a big studio in there, right? Fucking full of everything that you can name, right? Gas fucking all this for that. So he says to me, right, we'll do the gig. I'll be on the cajon, pull up in the pickup truck, headed off over Brooklyn Bridge, loaded the PA system, loaded the PA fucking PA system, and uh, he actually plays with George Murphy. Uh, when George goes over, he's right. the home player, and he he looks after gigs. If you were to go to to New York, Dunnick is the guy that would look after you. You know, he's really good. So we did a gig, and um, I just couldn't believe it. I wasn't really, you know, like you know, you know the way you go to a gig and you give it everything. I was just having a few points, having the crack. Well, you didn't have your black book for one. No, a no book, no book, <laughs> no book, lads. <laughs> so, but the, the appreciation. Oh man, and yeah, the money! Amazing, and, yeah. Like there was, there was sixteen of us there, yeah, and everybody ate and drank for free. All the people who were with me, yeah, you know, compared to the fucking, relations of Donny, yeah. you're over there under the telly. Yeah. <laughs> but you, yeah. you fellas going over there doing the Irish thing and putting on a kind of a, mm. you know. But I went Irish to see a couple you, of them, like, and they were like, 
Very, very poor. Re- yeah. Now, there's a good lad over there in Boston, Jinty McGrath. He's brilliant. He's from Mayfield, Mayfield. Jinty. Yeah. Brilliant. He's really good. In there. Like, but there's there's lads over there, like American, we'll say, who are of Irish descent. Yeah. I mean, lads, fucking hell. It's bad, leave, you're leave saying, it is it? It's, it's beyond bad. Are they getting away with it? They're getting away with it. So, like, but this is the hardest place in the world, like, or if you're into the Irish thing, like, you can go to any country and play and you're going to be good. But here is the hard one. This well, is the, the standard here is high. If yeah. you, it, I, I always say to people, they said, "Oh, how'd you get into the bookings scene?" Like we say, taking on for example, just five years ago for the drop of a hat, right? Yeah. How it? I say it was easy because you could go into any pub at any stage and see Mike or yourself, Jamie Stanton. Yeah. Imagine walking in. Imagine what not knowing now, right? I know. And, 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 yeah. Like and, and just stumbling in on Jamie doing it. Yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like this guy, uh, just uh, in in a in a pub and cove with eleven people in it, and you walk in, if you do that, you learn the world. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah, that's and, 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 another yeah, level. That's only that. Dan Murphy, you know, um, just just top top. Ryan Phoenix is loads. The standard in East Cork has yeah. just been ridiculous. You know, no, this. Youngsters coming up now, they have There's to be nurtured. They have to be, uh, yeah. you know, uh, yeah. encouraged. I think you need to go away and do your own thing for a while. I don't think that, like, I think starting off gigging in the pubs at 18 is a bad idea, personally. Yeah. I think it'll, it'll not, it'll, you'll be fed up by the time you're 21. Do yeah. you know what I mean? And okay. In my opinion, like, I think you need to do, go on, even if you're not a songwriter, go and join an original band, go and have the crack, enjoy yeah. Like, there's a young lad there from uh, Whitegate, Andrew Fletcher. He's only four, 13. He uh, played yeah. with us the other night. He's brilliant. You know, he really has it, man. Like, for 13, he, you know. And my advice to him, because he's doing a few gigs, was go and join a band, make a band in the garage. Yeah. Like, we all did, and have the crack, get into it. And don't be afraid to be shit. Yeah. And you don't, know what I mean? Don't, yeah. don't think that straight away you have got to go into a pub and play the shit that we have to play yeah. to these people. But we're doing it for money. Yeah, I'm yeah. not fucking doing it for the love of it. Like, I'm yeah. sorry to say, like not the pub scene, like anyway. Yeah. You know, no, I enjoy yeah. it. It's a great job. I love the crack, but I'm saying I'm not playing them songs yeah. for the love of them. But Sunday evening, and you're in some place, and you're doing, they're looking for dirty old town. And yeah. you've done Friday night, you've done Saturday night. Mm. Yeah, and they're all pissed. You, you're. Yeah, maybe half pissed, but you're either half pissed or sober. Well, like, I, I might. I, I'd have to be locked. I'd have to get locked. I'd have to get locked. You have to get locked. Oh, to do it. Fuck this. At every gig. Well, nine out of ten. I'm getting better. <laughs> the last few months, I've I've kind of slowed down because I was getting ridiculous. I was drinking way too much. I was fucking. Every time I went to the pub, everywhere I went, there'd be a pint of Murphy's and a shot of Sambuca. Well, I'm bringing in the gear, and I'd go off. Go away. And then they'd be all going, oh, go on, dance. And I'd have to flap it. Because <laughs> the performer in you. Or, well, <laughs> <laughs> just to never leave the crowd down. And then you, you're in. The minute you do it, they all go, and it's off. Mike, was it you were playing in banners one time? And a fella from Climb. And fellas have done this to me at gigs as well. They come up to you in the middle of a song, playing guitar, maybe focus on what you're playing, and someone comes up and they're kind of like, like, uh, <laughs> or during the song during yeah, the song yeah. they kind of gesture at you to come yeah. over come yeah. on come here come yeah. or the handshake yeah. handshake with any guitar I had handshakes too yeah. do you yeah. remember Dan yeah. having man I was maybe twice the same fellow project and Josh kicking a fellow from clearing <laughs> into the chest <laughs> <laughs> do you remember that yeah. <laughs> 
I don't fucking remember that. At all. I was there and I was stood and shot on opportunity to show off his moves. And he kicked him into the chest. Kick into the kind of a Conor McGregor job. He was practicing that all morning in front of the mirror. Kick into the chest for your man because he wouldn't get away. Isn't that the fucking rough and tumble shit that you have to deal with when you're in pubs? Like, just fellas come up wanting to shake your hand when you're playing. Oh yeah, you don't. Yeah, and stand there. I've been there. It's fucking. But that's hard for 15 minutes. Someone tipping you straight and showing you're going to yourself. Is this fucking happening? I know. I know. Have I know. you ever been tidying up a lead and you know there's someone standing behind you but you just don't turn around? Yeah, yeah. you just keep looking at the lead. <laughs> Hoping he'll go away. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't. Yeah. How did you ever get just yeah. kind of like you're in the middle of the song that calls you over or even in between the song? You know? Johnny's down there you know, could call him a bollocks over yeah. that's it yeah, 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 great yeah. All the yeah. Yeah. I love that call yeah. him the, ch- the whispering lang or, or something s- the one I had recently someone said will you play that song you know you know that, you know that song um, you, you know you know the one don't you <laughs> <laughs> do that there for two minutes excuse me <laughs> yeah. Yeah. fucking yeah. alright or the fucking I play this and you I, know, I don't know that one ah you do yeah, yeah, and yeah, they start yeah, fucking yeah. singing it I'll fucking sing it I sing it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Do you know it's just easier to say, you know what, I've got a lot of requests, I'll get to it though. I yeah. fucking will. I, I, I think Start. the fuck off works brilliant. <laughs> yeah, I think it's <laughs> good <laughs> old fashioned. Fuck, fuck off, would you? Just fuck off, I know. I'll, I'll do something similar. I'll do one out there for you and try yeah. and be as polite as you can. Jeez, I don't know, he doesn't do it at all and he won't do it. He won't do it all. But then, like, yeah. after a while, if they keep asking, you say, let's take a fucking good look. Look yeah. at me. Do you honestly think I'm going home at, after a fucking gig and turn on a bit of music? <laughs> what, like, <laughs> make a, I'll make a cup of tea there. I'll get out the door. Oh, oh, my. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah. I like Cliff Richard myself. <laughs> this was the day. Fucking friendly guy there. In the toasty. Yeah, break out the lighthouse, yeah. There's no formal training for a pub singer, like, is there? No. It's fucking but they, weird. They, they're work. on the bad sides of it, yeah. there's some, you know, there's a ah, he good crack, like. Ah, he's good crack, too, yeah. You know, yeah. there can be, yeah. like. Can be great yeah, nights. Yeah. But I then you go into the next pub the next night and you're just starting from scratch again. Who's yeah. this break? Okay. Yeah. What kind of stuff do you do? <laughs> yeah. You have more gear than you do. A lot of Daniel O'Donnell we do. Yeah. But, like, as I say, when you do the original thing, I find it very hard then to go back into a pub gig. You know, I have to do Especially if, if you have a good gig with you your own gig. stuff. Yes. Yeah. There's nothing better, in my opinion, you know. Yeah. Or there is, there is uh, good, there is good cover. Oh, gigs there is. Out yeah. There. Yeah. Uh, uh, August Walk gigs now, like looking back, or which was the best in your mind? Like which was your favorite gig? Or Jesus, there, there was a lot. Like I mean, we did Cypress Avenue. Um, we did that long twice. back twice. Yeah, the first one we did there. Where did where was it? You got your best fucking reception, let's say. I sp- look. I don't know. Like we did, we did a, a thing in Middleton one time. The hotel, fucking five hundred people. It was brilliant. Wow. That was a great gig. Yeah, yeah. Um, Jesus, that's good. The place was bouncing. They pulled the fucking the lights off. The, what you call that? The, they pulled the chandelier. Chandelier down. It's a good they said they yeah. ne- we broke all records on the bar. They never made as much money as they did on the bar that night. Jesus, yeah, we launched was... the album. When we, when we launched uh, straight off the rock in 2015, we did a local launch in the Park Hotel and Cypress Avenue and sold sold both of them. Yeah, it was brilliant. Five hundred and three hundred. Yeah, which was a lot of good ones, but like that, that probably would have been the one that would have them two would have stood out to me. Maybe you know. Do you organise that yourselves? Yeah, yeah. Well, the kind of, yeah. Obviously, um, uh, Cypress Avenue have a great team of people who 
uh, promote and you know things like that and they 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 take care of the sound and they take care of the production yeah. whereas yeah. in the park hotel and we, on the we, night like on the night you know there's an engineer there everything's taken care of but and it, for the park hotel that would have been more like a diy gig in the way that we we got on to dan noon into through the production oh, yeah. we sold the tickets ourselves you know, we arranged security ourselves. We, everything was done yeah. by us. We just basically rented the room and did the gig. And I'd always tell people that if you can do that, do it that way. Yeah, but know. no, I suppose, look, hard, hard we, we were there. after, you know, we had built the name uh, with Dots and Hilly, so we weren't starting off unknown. This new band coming You know in. what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. Success came out in the first song and it was kind of Middleton Town video and banners and we kind of included yeah, everyone you know like so who was it yourself and the ar- early days uh, very start uh, we had a drummer film barra uh, on drums myself and dots and steve then uh we did everything on the album on that album that you hear me and dots did all the instruments on it and brought Steve in to do lead guitar. Steve Lee. Neither, yeah. yeah, neither of the us. The warrior. Neither of us would be lead a lead guitarist, really. You know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so Steve, Steve was playing in bad rep. We had seen him play in the meeting place a few times, and oh, he's he serious can, guitarist. He can play like you yeah, know. Yeah, he's lovely. He's yeah. the best you get, really. He's a yeah. brilliant guitarist, man. Tasty. Isn't and, he he loves was, points. and he loves and he points. Loves yeah. points. Yeah. So it worked out well. So that was that for that album. Uh, we changed the drummer then, after a couple of gigs, uh, to include. Uh, at the time, when we launched that album on the Spotify charts, we were number one in Irish, on the Irish, I think it was the Irish rock album chart. And number two was Jamie Stanton from Cove. His album. He was the fucking drummer then. So he, we brought him in while he was promoting his own album to drum for the August Walk stuff. Yeah. Fucking hell, I didn't know that. But he was, uh, and then it was, yeah, me, Steve... Hennessy and Jamie for a good long while, wouldn't it? Yeah. yeah. Um, look, to be honest, there's been 450,000 members inside the August War. You know? It changes everything. It's fucking, yeah. People ask me who's in the band, I don't even know. I mean, they're August to... Walk songs. Like, I've, I've written songs that I would release on my own that I would say that's not August Walk, you know? Right, okay. Like, it was a Christmas one there we did. Dave did it with me there. Oh, yeah. Um, that wasn't an August Walk song. Yeah. You know, I couldn't... But, like, I've won... There's one to come out there now called Wolf, and that's an August Walk song, you know, and try and get that out next. And But it's, it's very rewarding then, like, you know, like, when you do play them songs and you get people singing them back, and it's there's, there's nothing like that, you know. Do you play those songs at any pub gigs? I try not to. You try not to. Unless someone's coming up and said, look... Johnny over there is over from Israel and he wants to hear it. He he loves the song and you play it then. Like. Yeah. But I try not to, to do it because obviously we're, when August Walk do play, the few times we do play, you want to try and sell a few tickets. Of course. And they're not going to buy tickets if you're fucking playing, playing the oh, song down the pub. Course, the, yeah. You know, yeah. you've got to separate the two. But isn't that a nice level of... I don't want to say fame because that's kind of silly, but like it's a nice level of recognition for your work, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Without being 
pestered. But sure, who, yeah. who, who wants know, to be? Lovely, like, who wants it? to be famous though? But as you said, you're so, a punch no. bag. You're a punch bag on, yeah. online, no matter you what can you move. do. Yeah, so I don't know. It doesn't you seem know. to be too. Everybody, you, you, you look at Facebook. There, oh, Jesus Christ! Anybody that does anything is called a fucking you know, ripped apart. Yeah. Ripped yeah, apart. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Who wants to live like that? It's the nature. Of it, so yeah, so, you, know? you know, I just think it sounds nice what you're doing. Like, yeah, fucking. Yeah. I have a question for you. I ask, I've asked everyone on the podcast, right? It's not an original gig, right? It's a pub gig, right? Oh, yeah, lads. And it's the end of the night, right? Imagine all this is drink all over the gear. The leads are fucking soaking. Someone's every tapping, someone tapping every shoulder. <laughs> You've had a few points. The crowd are they're good. They're into it. But you've one song left. Just to push them over the edge. Yeah. What's the song you do? And will you give us a verse and a chorus of it? So fuck off, home, Spicy one. I just kind of do that. I I often do that G set as I, as we call it, and just drive him mad. Do twenty G songs in G. <laughs> twenty songs to finish. <laughs> fuck it. Okay, what's the first one? What, what's the starter? Because I've done this with you, but yeah. Will, uh, we, grab it, will we grab a few instruments? Do we? Do yeah. Do we have to do this uh, one? This is the one. Yeah, yeah, go on, go on. Okay, do whatever we you want. This is the nature of the podcast, like. <laughs> shit, yeah. yeah. Rehearsal is paying off. That old rehearsal we did earlier. Dot. Yeah, well done, Dotsy. You're still writing, aren't you? I'm still writing. I wrote a new song the other day, first one in about 25 years. And it's nice and I kind of like it. And I'm kind of getting the feedback for it again. I needed, we were doing a bit of jamming there on Wednesdays and Sprats and Carrick Tool. Uh, we were doing it in Nile Max and Middleton as well, still going in there. And we, kind of getting a bit of a love back for it a little bit so I think the session there. is a great thing great. session well I needed it because I was just fucking gigging the pubs things yeah, yeah, and then yeah. the odd original gig whereas now I'm and I don't always play I just sit back and fucking watch it and yeah. and I really Man, enjoy yeah. them do you know they you'd can't. have to come up some Wednesday night I'm fucking very bad like I'm, I'm a long way out here, you know. Yeah, yeah. Fucking Nakadoo is a long way from everywhere, you know. It's a long, long way to Nakadoo. We'll have to come down to fucking Nakadoo. Yeah, bring yeah. the session to mine. Well, that'd be another idea. A Wednesday down, night in Finns. Down to Finns some night. Mm. Jesus, you know what? It'd be alright, yeah. yeah. It's the open. It's the open. Maybe a live podcast. Um, Dot, we want to say from all of us here on the team, Mike, Dave, and myself uh, at the It's Our Music podcast. Thanks a million for giving us Thanks for having me boys Thanks and, uh, for best doing here here is, um, Trying to uh, give a platform To talk to musicians And uh, local ones About their experiences In, in Cork And East Cork is, uh, uh, Coming up And um it's a, our way of archiving it and uh, we enjoy it. So thanks for coming no, down I'd and being a part it. of it. Thanks yeah. a million. And thanks for the crony cake and a bit of tea. Now, Dots, will you That's play yourself with one of your own? I will. Capo. 
El Chapo. El Capo de Scalio. He used to get up now and take off headphones. Yeah. Fucking black. Going to... Jesus. Take your time. We're not here for long. For all that I had and all that I am from the start it was wrong. I'm just listening to that and listening to the lyrics. Just do one thing: keep fucking writing songs. Yeah, yeah, I will, of course. No, I appreciate it, lads. I know it's hard and it's tough. And look, we we play music with you and the whole lot, but look. Yeah, I appreciate it. Thank you. Lovely melodies and runs there on the mandrel as well. Lovely, lovely stuff. And just to play it like that, it's nice. Yeah, it was lovely. And it's going straight into the ear. I'd say, I'd say he was from Killer, was he? He must have been Fogel. one of the photographers. <laughs> 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 we fucking left there now, we're not going any deeper. Thanks, lads. Thanks, thanks, thanks again, lads. Hey there, thanks for tuning in to this episode of It's All Music Podcast with Kerry, Henny and Quirky. Produced by me, Dave Quirk. Executive produced by me, Dave Quirk. Key music by me, Dave Quirk. Incidental music by me, Dave Quirk. Talent booking by Owen Hennessy. Tea making and venue setup, Mike Carey. Yep, we're doing all this ourselves. You can rate and review this show on Apple Podcasts and you might find your review read on a future episode. Got a question for us? Email us at itsallmusicpodcast at gmail.com or find us on Facebook and leave a message. It too could be featured on a future episode. And if you haven't already, please subscribe to It's All Music Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. This has been a Dave Quirk production in association with ACAST. 
Hey there, and thanks for listening to the It's All Music podcast with Carrie, Henny, and Quirky. We're blown away by your support. The It's All Music podcast is a completely independent self-finance venture. If you enjoy what we're doing and you enjoy listening, you can support us by heading over to our Patreon page and subscribing for three euros a month. If you don't have three euros a month, don't stress. You can still listen to the podcast. And you can support us by sharing our content on your social media pages.